We should come up with a spooky name. Welcome to the meandering movie podcast. Spooky movie podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Funny how this is a section of your quiz back on you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Halloween episode. We're going to do two. But why, Gary? Because it's Halloween. It's meandering spooky movies. It's meandering spooky movies. It's meandering. Spooky movies, so won't you lend an ear? Right, what's the episode today, Gavi? Oh, uh, and also, uh, we have Ryan here. Podcast yeah. Ryan is back. We decided that we like him enough. We thought, let's bring him back on. We're going to ramp up the amount but, of Ryan you get episode per episode. So. But here's a fun thing. He doesn't have any specialty knowledge this time. No, nah, none. This isn't DC-based, so he's... He gets to flounder at the deep oh. end of the pool and... Wait, you thought that shit I was talking was specialty knowledge? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I was no, go- I just fucking love giggling DC. some shit at the door. I just want something to do with my Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> Good to have you on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so what are we talking about? Uh, talking well, because it's Halloween, part of or it's the October month, we've we decided that we're going to do the uh, Christmas thing. movies. So yeah. whatever, no. I was literally going to say Muppets Christmas Carol. <laughs> Which, in my in my memory from being a kid, Muppets Christmas Carol and Ghostbusters 2 have a scene that I have merged together. So, Muppets Christmas Carol, we're Marley and Marley. Yeah. And then they give... Michael Caine. Michael Caine a Michael job. Caine. Well, no, then there's a scene in Ghostbusters 2 at the beginning where the Ghostbusters are in court because everyone's accusing them of being fraudsters and then these two electrified ghosts come up. But because of the courtroom setting, I don't know. I, I don't. If you put two pictures in front of me, I don't think I'd be able to tell you which one was Muppets Christmas Carol and which one was Ghostbusters Two. Pretty sure the one with the, the Muppets. Yeah, the one with the. the no, no, because the, the the you know that we talk about this in Ghostbusters, like the the ghosts in Ghostbusters are borderline Muppets. They're Some fucking weird them. looking. Yeah, and the two that are getting in the like the electric chair ghosts in Ghostbusters Two look like Muppets. I'm gonna get a picture. Of them. You guys talk. Okay. Okay. Uh, so what we're actually <laughs> going to talk about is the horror genre and how much Ryan is a big fan of the horror genre. Yep. Uh, so for some context, Ryan, tell them your thoughts on the horror genre. I don't really have any thoughts on it. I don't. I don't like. Yeah, but that's what because uh, we were talking earlier today about how we were going to. It's Halloween-y, we're going to do a horror episode, and you're like, I don't really watch horror movies, I haven't seen a lot of horror movies. And now my question is, why? Okay, so these are... Jesus Christ, <laughs> I was in the middle of a question! <laughs> I, was, they got, I was getting a bit interviewed. Though, well, so. I, I just thought before you go into your answer, they're, they're definitely not Muppets, but as far as ghosts, like they look like Muppets. They look like spooky Halloween-themed Muppets. You want to say no first, or will I say no first? Well... Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is great for an audio format, by the way. All right. Anyone who wants to know what I'm talking about, you can either search for Ghostbusters 2 Electric Chair or the Scalari Brothers. And then Marley and Marley. Marley and Marley. Why do you, on a weekly basis, find a way to talk about something that is not audio <laughs> friendly? Um, if you want to start doing a video podcast... Fine. These ones are Muppets. Now you're showing... Okay. That's definitely yes, the Muppets. Marley and Marley look like they were drawn with several circles. Marley and Marley, the, they're the Muppet. What are the Muppets' names? The Muppets, those two Muppets. Statler and Waldorf. Statler and Waldorf. Well-known well, well Muppet specialist. Is you, there you, a, you are half Muppet. 
That if is you didn't factually know, accurate. If you didn't know, podcast listeners, uh, Audio Boy is actually part Muppet. Part Muppet. Uh, mother's side? Yeah. Father's side? Uh, no, my, my mum was a regular human being and my dad <laughs> was a felt rug. <laughs> That, that was her pet name for him. Muppet! Not even a Muppet himself. Your mum's just been grinding on a rug that some homeless man jacked into. <laughs> I, I want to point out, I've met Audio Boy's mum. She's a lovely lady. I don't I, like this conversation. I, I do believe she is, but she's got a thing for... Your mum, on the other hand, I'm sure she's a rug humper. <laughs> rug muncher? Well, you know. Aren't we all at some point in our lives? That's true. Horror movies. Are there any Muppet? That was pretty scary. <laughs> Are there any Muppet horror movies? Christmas Carol. Christmas Carol is pretty scary. It's pretty scary. Yeah, it's, sure. There's the giant Muppet. But that's that a Christmas movie. It is Christmas. Um, there's, well, there's the Muppet Monsters. Okay. Well, that's the Muppets doing Monster Squad. Kermit's a Dracula. Miss Piggy's a Bride of Frankenstein. Oh, fuck. You're putting me back here. Uh, Gonzo's just like a beast of some description you're the one that dragged us down this muppet muppet themed muppet road i was talking about ghostbusters 2 which isn't a horror movie <laughs> do you see depends, my problem it really depends how old you are that's true i mean horror's an age-based concept that's an interesting point you brought up which is that films from the 80s and 90s for kids were really not for kids yeah and they were fucking terrifying i oh, always yeah. think back to superman 3 you think why and I'll tell you why. There's a scene at the end of Superman 3 where one of the villainous women gets pulled into this machine thing mm-hmm. and she gets cyborg uh, implants like forced upon her and then she loses like who she is and then she just comes out as a cyborg monster thing. Yeah. And for some reason, sitting in my grand's house at age like eight watching this, it just terrified me to the point where I couldn't sleep at night. I mean, that sounds terrifying. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. It, was, it was really quite unsettling. But then it's on the flip side of that, you had... I think we talked about it very recently. You had the flip side of films that were aimed for... That were quite grown-up aimed at kids. Hence the Robocop toys, the Ghostbuster toys. Yeah. I mean, that scene of Robocop when he gets the... Uh, <coughs> what do you call it? Nuclear waste stuff dropped on him and he turns into like the kind of slime monster guy yeah. and then the car just turns into liquid. <laughs> Haunt, like when he comes out, he's like, oh! Haunting. Truly haunting. I just had to check when the mummy came out because I was really scared of that but oh, yeah. I didn't want you to be like yeah it came out when you were 14 <laughs> I, w- I wasn't I think I watched the mummy when I was like 6 5 or 6 uh, maybe this, maybe 6 or 7 it's a scene with the scarabs that's holy horrifying. shit yeah those scarab things no the scarabs was though. fine it was like the scene where it's like you know how it's the, it's the three or four guys that open the sarcophagus they're like who he needs to yes get and it's the scene when they're in the hotel in Cairo and he's like blindfolded because he's already got like his tongue in his eyes. Oh, and then, yeah. and it's the weird cre- but like the creepy guy is like, and now he's going to take the rest. And see that just that line, yeah, that scared the show me like, <laughs> so much. And I was like awake for like two days, two whole days. Yeah. So what did you want to? What did you want to? What did you want to specifically talk about? Horror, the just genre. in general horror. Yeah. Why best wh- and worst? What, I mean, we can do best and worst because uh, I, I could rattle on. For yonks, because I am. Did you say rap along? I could rap along. Do it. Go, uh, do it. Do a rap about your favorite horror film right now. Gavin is my name, and I love some horror. Let's get spooky up in this. Men on nothing really raise the horror. <laughs> Stoner. Uh, sauna, yeah. Let's get spooky up in this sauna. Horror? I don't know. Uh, Frankenstein was uh, Frankenstein was Kermit. Miss Piggy was Bride of Frankenstein. 
Gon- you, Gonzo. You brought Gonzo is back right. down I'm just, to the while I'm here, I just thought I'd say Fozzie Bear's some kind of were bear. Uh, Gonzo is a Dracula, and I don't know what that Muppet even is. Looks like a creature from the Black Is it Philip's dad? He's an animal. It looks like a catfish with a, it? with Prince's face. Well, no, I can't show you because Gavin will get angry that no, I'm, can, it, I'm doing a visual stimuli on an audio podcast. Visual stimuli? What, what the hell is that guy? A little pink one on the right there. Of me. That's my dad. <laughs> <laughs> you stole my joke. I need that. You're going to cut uh, my joke out, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Um, yeah, so for context, I love horror. I watched a lot of horror from a very young age. People already know that I love the movie It. I love uh, Alien, all these kind of movies, etc., etc. Uh, Ryan, you're not a big horror person. You've not seen a lot of horror. And Gary, I thought we were talking about Muppets, so I did all my research for the episode. I swear to God, I'm going <laughs> to strangle you with this microphone cord. Yeah, all the research on the Muppets, that, you know, Big Bird, Count Count. Oh, no, no, well, wait. they are Muppets, but they're Muppets from Sesame Street. It's a different, oh, uh, you got owned. Different geography. Don't you look silly now? This is embarrassing. I don't look silly, as you've pointed out. It's, it's a podcast, <laughs> so... And Gary, you're... I, 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 lo- I like horror. I like horror films. Uh, I've been waiting for the, the the next horror film to give me a genuine... What was the last horror movie? film you think you saw that gave you a genuine... like The, the first Conjuring movie. And that was quite some time that ago. That was ages ago. Yeah. And then since... The, more recently, what horror films have I watched? Um, Hereditary? It's more like a psychological thriller. Uh, yeah, yeah. See, this is what I'm saying. I, I haven't watched anything that I've gone away from and been that has chilled me and to we, bones. I mean, all the chapter two is just a tragic, Ooh. terrible comedy. But then even it, the first one's not scary. In it's the, got some imagery that's a bit unsettling. But. Man, I, I still, I don't know. Not, not in the sense that I kind of came away thinking. Because for me, there's, there's horror in cinema. And then yeah. there's, and I suppose it's different person to person. But I think there's horror and then there's, there's jump frights. Yes, and it both of them full of jump frights, and when you when you're pumped full of jump frights, it's easy to go. Oh man, that film was so scary. No, it wasn't. No, it just made you loud noises and things jumping at the screen is always going to make you go. Oh the fucking hell! Because we are we've got a what's that? An evolutionary fight or flight reflex. Yeah. But horror, proper horror. Audio boys thing, is definitely flight. <laughs> I'm flight, hundred percent, no chance. Yeah, and we're all flight, Gav. <laughs> <laughs> I'm paid the sense size at this point. <laughs> um, you got the thing, you got the conjuring, you got the, for me the first paranormal activity, and then a bunch Ooh. of other things from when I was younger. Alien, which yeah. leave you with a sense of of dread and genuine horror. And I think what I mean by that, and it's different for different people, because Hannah, uh, the orphan, my my partner Hannah, have you ever seen the orphan? I was about to say, what Hannah's an orphan. <laughs> Hannah's an orphan, and uh, my partner Hannah, uh, when she was younger, watched the orphan, which is about a little woman. Yeah, who pretends to be a seven-year-old girl or a twelve-year-old girl, and then gets adopted, and then she's crazy and she tries to murder her family. Hannah is fucking terrified of that, and for weeks couldn't sleep right because she just—I don't know—she's terrified of a little of adopting a baby and it being a little human that's going to murder her. I mean, it's kind of like the woman and stuff. It actually happened recently. Have you she seen adopted this? a baby? No, no, no. The, the, the couple in America adopted a like adopted a Syrian refugee who uh, was like meant to be six, and then when they got him into the house, the little Syrian refugee started acting weird and speaking more and like doing things for themselves. And when the mum took her for a bath, she had like a full bush, and the mum was like, "That's fucking weird." And then the little Syrian refugee uh, started attacking them and trying to like hurt them with 
candle wax and knives and all sorts. So they went to the police. The police were like, look, it's your adopted daughter. You're just being fucking psychos. And after a huge court battle, uh, they've got the Syrian refugee. I don't think it's from Syria. I, I'm making that, but I don't know where they're from. But they got like the- you were committing to the Syrian refugee part for the entire story. And then at the end- Well, I know. And I thought just in case I'm wrong, someone will call me up. She's but, uh, they, they got the- birth certificate and yeah she's like 30 years old 30 <laughs> yeah she's, she's i thought you were gonna say she was like 18 or something no, she's a fully grown she's got dwarfism but she's a fully grown woman and she's just been having i'll find the picture i know i won't because we've been over because we've been over this i'll stop finding photos but hannah's terrified of the exact same thing happening and, and yeah i think horror, i mean and that's what i'm saying i haven't seen a film and i don't know the last time i saw a movie that gave me like a chill to the bone, you know? I think uh, the way it's been for me recently is the films that have like got into my head and unsettled me or stuck with me haven't been horrors. They've been like, yeah, they've had, they've, they've not presented themselves with horrors, but there's been an element to it that you didn't expect that just got into your head and just kind of like, it just uneased you. To I think point. it's the evolution of horror as a, as a, a genre. Uh, genre, yeah. Because so you you look at the you go back through it, and that's why the thing in Alien, which we both love, are slow creeping horrors. And you go even further back, and horror films nowadays from you know the sixties are nigh on unwatchable yeah. because it's it's just long. You know, see, like The Shining's a great example. Actually, The Shining. If you try and watch that today, and you get told by everyone, oh, it's a masterpiece. If you watch that, it is a masterpiece. It is. But if you watch that today, after being you know, if you just grew up in the last. 18 years and you watched The Shining and you'd watched I'm trying to think of horror films that came out in the last 18 years that were good um, The Conjuring Paranormal Activity you would be bored out of your tits because you'd be waiting because if people have told you that's a masterful horror and you're waiting for the jump frights and you're waiting for the you know what I mean yeah same as like Psycho and things as well like. yeah it's it's. I mean Psycho's an hour and a half of basically nothing and then one kind of horrifying scene at the end and it's not even a horrifying scene it's a silhouette of it's, a woman getting stabbed it's and, and then the, the guy coming out dressed as his mom and then the policeman running down the stairs backwards because yeah. they didn't have the budget to have him fall down the stairs <laughs> it's a great movie go watch Psycho everyone <laughs> I stand by it yeah that's interesting like I uh, just this past weekend uh, went back and watched The Exorcist 3 mm-hmm. because wait the, what the third Exorcist yeah there's a lot of them the, the first there? the first one's a classic a masterpiece the second one is horrendous dog shit the third one is like maybe better than the first one kind of like know. starship troopers no 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 not really nothing like starship I mean, starship troopers one is enjoyable starship troopers one is great you could say it's, it's an underrated sci-fi classic like golden gem the second one is dog shit and then after that it continues to just be dog shit no, number three, straight to dvd no, dog shit number three has been spoken of as as better than the original that's not uh, humanly rico, possible rico comes back so i don't give a fuck if rico <laughs> comes back he can't stand up to the first one the first one is brilliance then i think the fourth I think it's one Paul verhoeven who did it the fourth one's mad Barney uh, Stinson's it. also did, like robocop and stuff like that. we need involved. you what? no is it we need you no would you like to know more there you go that's yeah. it Neil Patrick Harris. Neil Patrick Harris. Who recently just got cast in the fourth Matrix movie. I've seen that. Which I don't know how to feel about. Keanu Reeves is back. So is Jada Plinkett Smith, apparently, because... Is a thingy? Is Anderson? What the fuck? Hugo Weaving? Yeah, uh, don't know. I was going to say Niall Blomkamp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's the director. The, 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 the Afrikaans director. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's in. <laughs> I mean, he was recently supposed to be doing the 
remake of Robocop, but now he's not doing it. What, the re-remake? That would have been weird as fuck. He would have been great at that. Like, yeah. but sci-fi, sci-fi is his jam, right? Uh, I can't remember what I was going to say now. Cause you, We're talking about oh, the horror Exorcist evolution. 3. So yeah, I recently went back and watched Exodus 3 because if uh, everyone watches the Red Letter Media guys, they were talking about it. And I'm like, Pazuzu. Uh, oh, that's the second one. That's the first I one as well. Pazuzu. Yeah, that's- but... It's the second ones are funnier. The scene when he says "I'm Pazuzu" is hilariously bad. I am Pazuzu. But yeah, because of them, they inspired me to go watch Exodus Three. Mm-hmm. And watching it, like I hadn't seen it in so so long, but it's for me still so great because I can just appreciate the attempts at horror in that movie. Mm-hmm. But anyone who's never seen it now, if they sit down to watch it, they'd probably find it kind of comical mm-hmm. because of just there's some scenes that just. The way they play out just looks silly. Yeah. And it wouldn't really hold up to a general audience today because that film is, it's a kind of incredible character study of its main characters. And there's these great interviews with uh, the demon itself from the first movie. And, and the actor who portrays it is incredible. He was in a lot of Star Trek after that. Bring it back. What a fucking surprise. <laughs> He's a great actor, though. Yeah, it's, it's an incredible character study. It's very slow. There's one jump. Like, there's a, a moment in the film that has a jump scare where the lead up to it lasts for like maybe eight minutes. Mm-hmm. Where you're just following this nurse going up and down, like doing her rounds and stuff. And you kind of settle in. You're like, okay, well, like what's going to happen? And then there's like a trick at one point. Like it's going to be a jump scare and it's not. And the scene goes on and on and on. And then you kind of like forget about any scares. And then when it finally happens, it's fucking like it still got me this time because like just the noise that comes from it and like yeah. the, the imagery is like so great but to a general audience today they would go and watch that and it's like can we get on with this on board where the jump scares yeah the whole silly. build up thing though like that's you like on the first watch like a lot of horror films are made for your first watch yeah, yeah totally so you watch them and oh your shit that's scary then you watch them the next time and you're sitting going yeah I know the jump scares coming but it's at least eight minutes of nothing away <laughs> yeah <laughs> But I, I mean, like, that's, you're not you're not wrong, and that's then, and that's where old films do struggle because, yeah. and, and especially because old older movies, um, older movies were for an audience that weren't desensitized to it yet as well. Yeah. So you can get away with an eight minute had saws and hostile and, and Texas and, Chainsaw Massacre three D. Yeah, and the news like you see shit and like yeah, you news. see more, go to your stuff on <laughs> like on just general TV now than you, you saw. Can in, just watch yeah, like an Amazon films. Prime show, and it's just like like the boys, for example, the violence in that is fucking. Out, it's insane yeah. and then you go back and watch like a horror movie from the 70s or 80s it looks antiquated and silly and like Terminator and it's the, it's 2 the reactions as well isn't it it's the acting from back then yeah it's a lot more hammed it, up because it's, it's a lot so of theatre acting up. instead yeah. of like actual film acting totally so there's the, and then you kind of move into the I want to say 80s 80s uh, had their kind of monster boom didn't they where there was loads of monster films there was The Blob there was uh, the original It, kind of all these. Yeah. Stephen King was your was big four going out in the eighties, like Jason, Freddy Krueger. Yeah, that yeah. was between the eighties and nineties. Yeah, yeah. So you got all these monster films which are blending the mo- monsters with horror, and then gore started getting added in, and I think that was Freddy Krueger mainly. Yeah, yeah. but then Hellraiser gore as well became, was pretty. Oh, yeah, oh Evil Hellraiser. Dead, Evil Dead. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The, like gore became such a huge part of your horror film that then it became almost more about how gory can you make this and oh wait people really like the jump rights so evil dead came out and i think is it the first one first one or the second one Raimi was like yeah we never wanted to use the same color of blood so every single time something gets exploded in those films which is a lot because it's yeah. Raimi and it's evil dead 
the blood is never red. It's green. It's black. It's blue. It's a shade of purple. You know what I mean? It's but it's never red. It's a nice little, nice little like bonus. A great story that Kubrick told about Shining was like he was trying to. He took the film to the MPA uh, to get his rating. Oh, I know. I've seen this. And then the scene happens where all the blood comes out of the the lift. The lift. And they're just like, "Well, this is an NC-17." It's like, "Well, that's that's my movie killed. No one's ever going to see it." She so literally took the film back to the editing room, changed it so it looked brown. Send it back to the MPA and they went, cool, R, and sent it out. Told them it was rusty water. Yeah, just told it was rusty water. And then the movie <laughs> came out with just totally red blood and just completely tricked the MPA. But then the movie was a what it became to be and didn't. Different f- ending, though. You know that? Yes. You know that? Yeah. So for anyone that doesn't, the book ends with the entire hotel exploding because um, Chekhov's gun, the, land, the landlord tells him, or the owner of the hotel is like, make sure you check that boiler once a week or whatever the fuck it is and he goes crazy old Jack Torrance doesn't check it and it creeps up and it blows up everything and uh, just to let Stephen King know because I know he's listening uh, Steve, uh, Stanley Kubrick's The Shining is much better than your book so you just get over it <laughs> well he missed like, like that's talking about the most traumatising things from the It films he missed that out because the most traumatising thing from the It book is that all the little boys have sex with the yeah. little girl that's a that's a book that or a lot of his stuff at that time was just fueled by drugs and alcohol and <laughs> just no inhibition. Just <laughs> not knowing when to stop writing. Yeah, yeah, not knowing when to just give it up. But it's interesting you bring up The Shining because we now have the upcoming situation where they're doing a sequel to The Dr. Shining. Sleep. Dr. Sleep with Ewan McGregor. McGregor. Playing uh, Danny Torrance. Yep, playing the boy Red Ram. Red Ram. Apparently that actor is also going to have like a cameo in the movie at some Red point. Ram. And they're going to have something the two little girls as Red well. Ram. Okay, you're continuing to do Red Do you know who that is? Who is that? That's my friend. Oh, is that your friend? Tony. He oh. lives in my mouth. Does he? Red Ram. Okay, cool. I love The Shining. The Shining is amazing. <laughs> I love The Shining as well. Do you know what I don't love? This sequel they're doing that just looks like absolute jump scare trash. Yeah. The trailer looks pretty fan servicey as well. Oh, it's just like when they show the hotel and stuff. And they yeah. look- How much of the actual film is going to be set in the top? I'm, I'm banking five to eight minutes also max why have they chosen the color scheme of color scheme of just gray color scream was good though was color, color scream the movie looked just so gray and nothing and it also adds such a weird like element of yeah the stuff so the shining's about a guy and then ghosts are real and you can accept that telepathy is real between key individuals mm-hmm. and now adding on to that there's also telepathy vampires. Yeah, they've brought in... I don't... <laughs> like, but I watched it's, that trailer and I'm just like, what the fuck? I mean, I'm sure it plays into the book that Stephen King wrote, which again is probably just shite. Yeah. Because it's Stephen King. Probably plays into like 10% of the book, which known Stephen King is like a thousand pages. Yes. <laughs> but it's just like, no one... I, I always say this when it comes to these movies like this. like... Or like with a Joker movie and stuff. And just to, no just one for, asked any, for anyone, for anyone at home, Gavin is was rubbing his temples and, and <laughs> trying to temple was trying to get this sentence out. So. And I'm, like, see when you say, I always say this in the podcast. Is this something about Star Trek? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'll get back to that at some point. Who was sitting there? Were any of you sitting around? Audio boy, have you seen The Shining? No. Then you were never thinking this because you've never seen The Shining. For us who have seen The Shining, were you ever sitting around going, do you know what? I'm really, really just wanting a sequel to The Shining with Hugh I want to know what happened to Danny I want to know Torrance. what happened to the little boy I want to know afterwards. what happened to the O'Halloran family after the dad gets unceremoniously killed. I want to see what yeah. the architectural degradation of that hotel looked like over the years. So show me it. And it's like, no, no one fucking wants this movie. Yeah. 
Why are they doing it? Also, I don't understand why the hotel's uh, gone presumably bankrupt and haunt, you know, run I mean, down. I mean, it's haunted and full of death. No, fine, but and after the Shining, because they're going to link us a well, after what happened with uh, Mr. Torrance. Nothing happened. If you if you think about it, what did what did he do? He smashed a door and then froze no, in he, a hedge. He killed the the that dude. He killed O'Halloran. Yeah, that's one guy. Yeah, but oh, yeah, wouldn't ruin a hotel. Loads of hotels have got at least one dead. It death. was the seventies, and he was black, and he was help. So I yet yeah, no, that won't have done anything. I'm, it shouldn't have done. That only it boomed uh, participation in visiting the hotel. <laughs> Well, they killed a black guy there. Yeah, that's what he said, not where's, me. Which, where's the Shining based? Columbia? No, it's not Columbia. Probably it's, not. No, it's near the mountains, isn't it? Yeah, because it's up in the... Pass. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we could do that. Yeah, Chris can. <laughs> okay. Near pass, the mountain pass. Near the mountain pass. <laughs> near the mountain pass. Here, uh, movie quote. Okay. Uh, Don't remember asking, but give me it. No, it's, it's a puzzle. Oh, I love them. You, you'll like this as well. So this is a famous movie quote from the noughties. Okay. Why I'm so you serious? It, I'm going to give you it as a um, like as a statement, and you need to figure out what the quote is in response. It's like a question. So the question is, what the teachers told the children who were failing their class? Matilda. No, what's the what's the line from the movie? Famous movie, oh. famous line. One of the biggest lines from the, one of the biggest films of the last eighteen years. Um, what what did the teacher say to his kids when he thought they were going to fail? You're doing a super bad job, <laughs> and that's how super bad started. You shall not pass. Uh. Get it. I'm going to come back with that next th- week. I'm going to give you another one. Or not? Because the I Shining never- was set in Oregon. Oregon, Columbia, close. Am I close? I no. My my American geography. Kaput. Your general geography. Your general- I know. I know Mexico's at the bottom. I know Canada's at the top, and I know Florida's on the east coast, and southeast. Oh, fucking still east. Florida's got a location that has east in the name. Yeah, it's good for me. Um, Couldn't tell you. What's I, on I the watched west coast. the uh, episode of Friends today where Ross has to write down all the states. Yes. He doesn't get Thanksgiving dinner. And I was thinking about it and I was, was like... It, was it a piece of uh, cultural comedy gloriousness? Because the Friends is obviously amazing. Did you laugh out loud while watching the episode? Oh, no, because it's the same as horror films. I've seen it already. I laughed, probably laughed the first time, but... Now we did, just re- did you laugh the first time, though? Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes. Mainly the things Chandler says, because I'm just laughing going, ha, I say stuff like that. <laughs> Sarcasm. Usually to Gavin. Thank you. <laughs> In the last uh, 19 years... Uh, Why are we doing film blocks in such weird amounts of time, like 18 and 19 years? Because we're not quite at the 20-year mark. Because after the 80s and 90s, is there much horror to talk about? So then well, so then this is it. So after the, 80s, after the 90s, going into the noughties, going into the noughties, I think we then hit the... What was it? Biggest thing that happened in the noughties was probably paranormal activity. That was... Did a tail end of the noughties though. That's like 2010. Yeah, so everything right? before that was but just kind of like riffing the, into the, the hostels, the saws, the, the yeah, Hills of High remake. Slither. And it was 28 days later. 28 days later. Oh, fuck the zombie the boom. Ring. That's what we yeah, forgot guess, about. Yeah. We had we had the the Japanese remakes and we had the zombie boom, which was the which was the early the remakes 90s. of Japanese horror movies. Hmm? The American remakes. Of American Japanese remakes. Horror movies. Japanese horror movies. Like the and, Ring and stuff and, like that. And zombies. Ring. Grudge. Oh fuck. Cell. Final Destination. Ooh, Final Destination. We're going to call that a horror movie. 
Well, that goes on the gore. It's goes definitely in, the, in the horror category. <clears throat> it's in the horror category, but it's, it's definitely more of the gory. It's a subgenre. <clears throat> God, I fucking love Final Destination films, though. I've watched every single one, and I'm, I want to go and do them again. Because the, just before you said that, I went, God, those movies are bad. <laughs> no, they're ter- They're great. They're, they're absolutely great. They're the worst kind of great, though. They're, they're, the, they're the karma ones, right? The yeah. Way. No, they're the ones where you cheat death. Yeah, the karma ones. Well, it's not karma. It basically is. Well, it's not karma, because if I, if I was... <laughs> If me and you are on that plane... you just kept it. It's not karma until you just stopped talking. <laughs> but it, it, it's not. Because if me and you are on the plane, I'm a great person. You're mediocre. And if, I would say all three of us were there. Gavin's obviously terrible. Oh, thank um, you. I love okay. how you were like, you were going to go on for it. He's terrible. And then you backed off. Thought, oh, I'll pick him down instead. I, 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 I'll, I'll go yeah, with the narrative. Um, we're, all three of us are on that plane. You. I don't get out. I don't get out because I'm a good person. My karma's not high enough. We all... Death's coming for all three of us. And the way it's going to get you is it's going to a pencil will fall off of the curtain pole and it will land on the electric socket and then the electric socket will set fire to the TV and then as that's happening, a bird will hit the window and the window pane will knock the TV, shattering it into a million pieces which will all go into your face because nothing happens easily in those films. From my understanding... A Rube Goldberg machine of nonsense to get someone shattered. From a YouTube channel that Phil and I watch called Pretty Much It, everything comes down to the wind blew it. That's what usually well, it's death done it. Death's touch. Yeah, but it just looks like the wind just blew something, and then it yep. it'd really take it away if they put death in it, though, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's just like, yeah, like that'd make it an eighties horror film. Was it de- <laughs> if they got death from Bill and Ted in it? <laughs> then that makes it an even better fucking. That would be phenomenal. I'm down for that. He's just playing Connect Four, but with their lives. I like the idea of the Final Destination, where it's a group of. 12 people look out and then you for the rest of the film you just have to watch them all get hit by different cars and different places <laughs> <laughs> what's fun though watching Final Destination every single one of them is like a masterclass in foreshadowing which is great not great foreshadowing I wouldn't use the word masterclass obvi- but, okay. no, but it's like if you if you wanted to show if you were teaching kids like hey this is how you do foreshadowing in a film you're already this breaking is... the law because you're showing them Final Destination <laughs> kids this is how you plan this a murder but make it look like something um, else yeah but you'd be like this, this, is, this is how I'm going to show you what foreshadowing is the best way you can do it is by you know flooding your senses and then I'll teach you more nuanced versions of it but Final Destination any of them like uh, the second one at the beginning a bus goes by and all the kids are shouting burn Mustangs burn uh, which is like on the side of their bus the Mustangs it's their school team and then the person go Tigers the, the person that looks across at them ends up getting burned to death because their Mustang <laughs> explodes like uh. there's, and if you watch them there's just so much um, in the first one a teacher bends over um, to put some stuff in the dishwasher Oofed. then the scene plays out and it does like the fake out and you think she's going to get a hand stuck in the food incinerator in the sink. And then the kettle, she's putting up high for some of the bollocks like that. You think she's going to boil herself to death, whatever. And then eventually a knife lands in her back and it kills her. And then if you watch the scene again, when she bends down to put the stuff in the dishwasher, she's got a stained glass on her door, which has a knife in the middle of it. And the knife's going into her back. So like the films are chock full of foreshadowing and they're just fun. It's just like, they're just good. They're good enjoyment. I like fun. It's uh, have a couple of beds of your pals and just laugh at the, so, oh totally yeah. yeah no don't don't watch them if you want to be scared that was like a very good horror film to me fun, fun as fuck yeah that's great i think that's I, sorry, maybe I, I, sorry i'm just gushing about finding this i was gonna now. say that's something that maybe all horror franchises become after a while because you look at like friday the 13th, friday the 13th. or you look at um Jason. nightmare on elm street yeah uh, i mean Freddy even Kruger. even the fucking alien movies when you get to AVP the best ones. and stuff like that I'm sorry, the best ones? A- alien, alien, alien 4, the best one. We've, we're not doing this again. <laughs> we're not having this conversation for an eighth time. 
<laughs> it's not a good movie. It's great. It's I was sh- mainly annoyed they didn't just keep, instead of naming them like with numbers, they just didn't keep adding extra S's on the end. Aliens. 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 I'm watching uh, the Alien through to Aliens movies tomorrow. Oh, night. I love when you get to. That's a really good one. But it's a, <laughs> it's like starts to really give up. Um, yeah, but with all these franchises, like. They all, what's, what's the jump the shark? That's they the they term, jump the shark it? and they stop becoming horror movies and then just become farcical. I don't. I don't know. Who, who, I think was it Evil Dead that did it first? Yes, because it's Evil Dead One came out pure horror. Evil Dead Two came out, which was a weird remake of the yeah, first one, but it wasn't. It was its, it's own kind thing. of weird, and it's but Rainy injected it full of comedy, still horror, but full but it was of his comedy. style yeah. of horror comedy. Yeah, and then after that, well, it's it's. I mean, there are so many uh, Three Stooges jokes throughout the entire yeah. Evil Dead Two and fucking, movie, and Bruce Campbell in that second one is just <laughs> he's phenomenal. He's gone, just like, just chewing up all of yes. the scenery and then, spitting it out, and then chewing it up a little bit more. And then after that, they're just like, and then three is batshit because I think they realise like, oh, we've got Bruce Campbell who's. <laughs> King of one liners. Yeah, one of liners. King of one liners. His comedic time is great. Why are we keeping him stuck in this kind of horror scariness? Let's just have fun with this character and just take him off on adventures and put chainsaws on his arms. Have you seen Evil Dead One, Two, and Three? I I, I've not, but I know the so the basis of it. Evil Dead One and Two in a in a cabin, six characters max, and they all get eaten by demons. Then the third one. Uh, at the end of the second one, Bruce Campbell's character decides to read from a book to banish all the demons. Uh, and then as he closes the book, the portal opens. It's massive and he gets sucked through it. And then it just sends all the demons back to the 1800s, <laughs> medieval times, with his car. <laughs> so he then becomes uh, like the, the leader of their army yeah. to fight the army of the undead. But he's got a chainsaw hand, which and then he builds himself a robot hand, yep. turns his car into a fucking tank. It's fucking crazy. It's insane. My favorite, my favorite one-liner, though, in Evil Dead 3 is when his girlfriend gets turned into an evil demon monster and she's flying at him and she goes, Ah, you said you'd always love me! And he just pulls out his gun and goes, Baby, that was just pillow talk. <laughs> <laughs> just blows out to fuck. <laughs> Man, Evil Dead 3 is phenomenal. Not as good as the first one, though. It depends what you're looking for. It's a different I'm, film. I'm looking for horror. That's true. It's a very different <laughs> film. And that's the thing that if you look at uh, Friday, no, no, the, the Nightmare on Elm Street films are better. You're just thinking of more quotes. I'm just, the movie now, aren't sorry, you? I wanted to do more, but I'll just, I'll just sit here and quote Evil Dead 3 for the next 10 minutes. I won't. You'll just cut it all out anyway. Guy's <laughs> okay, just going to show us pictures of quotes from Evil Dead 3. <laughs> well, all right, fine. Last one. When he's burying his evil doppelganger, some, like, so one of the demons makes a copy of him. He kills the demon or gets him... No, he chops him up, doesn't he? Kills him, chops him up because you can't kill the demons and he throws him into a grave and the, the head of the demon's like, hey, I'm going to swallow your soul. <laughs> and then Bruce Campbell just shovels a pile of dirt onto him and it hits him in the face and the demon's like, ah! <laughs> stop that! <laughs> dirt all over his face trying to talk through his monologue. Brilliant. Love it. Any more? Uh, no, I'm good. Do you want to just drop them in throughout the episode as we go? I think I will. I think like if I, anything inspires a quote, you just kind of like... I'll just do another one. Okay. I'll just do another one. You'd look at your, your watch to see how much time you've got to make quotes. Yeah, pretty much. That's the plan. Uh, uh, so anyway, Nightmare on Elm Street. Another quotable nonsense. Yes. Like that, that, that turned into, oh, in this dream, he's going to be on a motorbike. And then the motorbike <laughs> turns into Freddy Krueger. And then Freddy Krueger is going to make a joke about speed and then ram him into a wall. I mean, there's there's the great one was like he 
brings over a pizza. It's all all the friends are meatballs or <laughs> pepperoni or something. They're like, ah, oh, help us, no, don't eat us. And it's like, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> what is the first one? The first one's like a genuinely scary film. Yeah, because it's like. It's, it's got you, you can't escape him because inevitably you have to fall asleep. A few weird one-liners. There are some weird one-liners, but the fucking but it aims to be a horror. The, the deaths in that movie are like just savage. Johnny Depp's Johnny Depp's bloody bed oh, scene so thing. good. Plus, it's, it's that classic eighties of like all the hot girls just like wander around in no clothing, and then they just have horrific death, <laughs> and all the jock guys are like trying to get their rocks off, and then they just have horrific deaths. And Freddy's Everyone just a comedian. But also terrifying because he's in your dreams and it's, it's great. Do you know who, if they rebooted it, do you know who they should get to play Freddy Krueger now? Well, Robert England died, didn't they? they? Uh, no, he's still kicking about. He just doesn't want to do it anymore. Okay. Jim they, Carrey. They rebooted it. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey is uh, Freddy Krueger. Imagine that. Did you two talk about this beforehand or did you just like. No, I said it. He heard it, but you weren't. Oh, okay. No, uh, yeah. Gary said Jim Carrey and I said, Jim Carrey? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Question mark? I was just going to, like, they did reboot it, but the guy, the guy who played Rorschach from Watchmen to do it. That would be fucking. Oh, well, no, they, wait. They did do they it. They did that. And it was like. No, I was going to say that would be really good, but then I remembered I saw that movie and, and I good. fell asleep because it, it was so, so fucking poor. It's it's really bad. Bad. <laughs> yeah, right? Imagine you died in your sleep, you'd be so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> so how did he die? He went to see Nightmare on Elm Street at the cinema. Asleep asleep. And he, 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 and everyone's like, do, 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 do. <laughs> the person sitting next to him just said well, that a cut started to shred all over his body. Fuck, imagine that news story, though. That would go. Everywhere. That would be. Also, I would never, like, I know you, so I'm connected to you. I'd never sleep again. Because <laughs> I'm coming for you. No, he's coming. If you come for me in my sleep, I'm just like, fuck off. I'm sleeping. <laughs> Stop. You bugged me in real life. Can, can okay, I at least have Gavin. some peace while I sleep? <laughs> Sorry. And then you show up in Audio Boy's dreams, you say, you'll just go on like a car ride together and have a picnic. Yeah. We'd have a great time. <laughs> have a Especially if Gary gets to wear that swell jumper. It's a good green and red striped look. Oh, yeah. That no, I, thought this one. I, I thought you were complimenting his actual jumper. No, because Gary uh, and Gavin, that would be a visual. And we don't do that. Oh, don't thank do you. Don't do visuals. Thank you. Uh, there was an episode of Star Trek once. Fuck well, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, so then we move into late noughties, nineties. I think the, the biggest horror film of the nineties. I'm definitely going to be forgetting some, but would be the Scream movies. Were like, yeah, those were like well, that first were, one. That, see, did you not horror? hear what I said They're about thrillers. the mummy? Okay, yes, the, the first mummy was it's it's not good, scary at all. No, it's like a good like adventure movie with horror elements. Yeah, yeah, which I'd is great. It's like the it's, in, it's Indiana Jones just, that tries to give you a fright. Yeah, like the and yet, like Temple of Doom is a great kind of like horror slash adventure movie. Uh, it is. It's not. I wouldn't say it's a great film. Uh, well, we're not doing this again because we've had this conversation ninety times. What's the uh, best Indiana Jones? The, the first, first one. one. Okay. Followed by the third, then the fourth, which think, is terrible, and then number two, which I is think the, the worst. third one's the best. I mean, I, I would argue it's between the first and the third. Like the third one, is yeah, so I have no good. problem. Like, the dynamic no between Harrison Ford and Sean Connery. Perfect. Five years difference between them. I know it's crazy. Yeah, funny. But well, in the film, they did not look like five years of difference. No. no but then there's the bit where like Connery they're, aged. They're tied to the chair in the fire, and then it turns out that they both uh, shagged that uh, spy woman. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, they because obviously Harrison Ford's like, oh yeah, yeah, it was a great night, and then Sean Connery's like, yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, so at that moment, they should have a great high five tied to chair. And can't. <laughs> Do most, do most father and sons having sex with women parents high five? I don't know. I never had a father, so I wouldn't know. Uh, I've never had sex. <laughs> <laughs> I finger my bum. 
What? That's how I get my had, rocks off. He had to say something worse than what we'd say. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with fingering your bum. If you like fingering your bum, you go nuts. You finger your bum. Not for me personally, Panicked. but you know, each Panicked. their own. You look directly at me when you ask me to say something gross and went for the old finger up the pooper. Up the pooper. Up the pooper. Uh, so then we get to the naughty, the like naughties and the tens. Uh, Scream, I would class as a thriller, personally. I think it's, I think it's less horror. Sure. It's got a few jumps. Also, we have to blame Scream for giving us the scary movie movies. And then we have the scary movie movies. Um, but then, yeah, naughties and tens, paranormal activity hit, which... For me, because I love it, and I, I can't remember, did you like the first one or not? Oh, I can't stand those movies. You hate them. I but think have, you, but have you seen the first one? I've seen the first two. So, the, but the first one, I I stand by it. The first one came out, did the found footage thing. Wait, well, stop. We never talked about the Blair Witch Project. Well, that's because it's. Mm, I'm sorry. Blamp. I'm sorry. Blamp. The Blair Witch Project was an event in horror history that changed the game, I feel. It changed cinema. It changed cinema with marketing, found footage, and... Yeah, brought the found footage to it us. introduced people, because by that point, snuff films were well and truly gone, thankfully. Yeah. But uh, it reintroduced people to the idea of snuff films. Great episode of Inside Number 9, the, the Christmas one. I agree. I've seen all of that now. I'm up to date. Have cool. you seen Inside Number 9? <laughs> no, should I watch it? Absolutely, you should. should watch it. This is really just a podcast of me telling you stuff I've not seen. Okay. It's, I mean, uh, it's, like, it's, it's funny. It's like Roald Dolls Tales of the Unexpected. So there's like a blend right. of comedy, some hard hitting ones, some horror elements. And like then Black Mirror esque. Yeah, it's it's, it's well. great. Who's it's in an it? anthology. It's uh, the two guys from League of Gentlemen. Oh, same. Okay. So. It's really good, though. It sounds good. Uh, but yeah. yeah, but the Blair Witch Project was that kind of in the 90s, I think was a one of those touchstone moments. So I, I was too young when it came out. My mum and dad came back from the cinema, and I remember the night they came back. Mum was. And dad just was like, yeah, it was fucking shite. <laughs> and I, I see where you get that from, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> and I, 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 have, I didn't watch it until I was older and I think I'd seen other films and I just kind of went, mm. Did you want to think it was like, do you reckon if your dad hadn't said it was shite that you would have liked it? I think I it's a real deep rooted psychological because I, I thing. I had my mum freaking out about it. So, you know, I had my mum freaking out and dad going, it's it's fine. It's not Did you deal. see Blair Witch Project too? Well, that the same, exact same thing happened to Gavin when his mum was like his mum really liked it, and his dad said, "So that's why he really liked it." <laughs> <laughs> Joke of the show. Purposeful pause. Uh, Don't cut that by accident. <laughs> I, I know how you cut. You're just like, oh, there's a dead silence. So I'll just. Chop I mean, that if you out. want to extend that silence, you go forty-five nuts. minutes, like a Stephen King book. Fucking make that silence last. <laughs> Uh, the Blair Witch, Blair Witch Project. Blair Witch Project? Am I saying that? Blair Witch Project. Bla- no, Blair, Blair Witch. Blair Witch Project. Ugh, why? Know. Have you said it so many times now? The, I don't know why. Shoe. The, shoe. The Blair Witch. Shoe. Shoe. The second, I think shoe's the weirdest word, and it gets the weirdest quickest. No, I think it's gum. Gum. No, shoe. Gum. Shoe. Gum. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this episode? Uh, yeah, the second one's great. Because in the second Blair Witch movie, Blair Witch Project, I don't know. I can't remember. Is it Blair Witch Project or just Blair Witch? Men Blair are like Witch. you say something so many Project. times and then you can't say it anymore. But funny, you can still say Star Trek. I know. <laughs> it's, can't stop. it's the Blair Witch Project. Funny you bring that up, actually. There was an episode. No. An episode uh, of Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> the episode of Sturgapurp. And <laughs> uh, the, the second Blair Witch Project movie, the kids watched the first movie and then because they watch the first movie, they then start getting haunted by the Blair Witch. Okay. And it's kind of like plays That's in nice it. But it was directed by a guy who did like 90s music videos. And so the film is just absolute trash. <laughs> there is like a 
director's cut by someone else, I think. It's actually quite good. Yeah. But yeah, it's my, worth giving a go. My absolute favourite thing um, that, that Blair Witch Project spawned is... I don't know if you've seen these. Cartoon Network released them. Somebody did Blair Witch Project with the Scooby-Doo gang. Really? Man, I... I remembered it from a kid, and I only ever seen a couple of them. Like Scooby the Doo, goddamn! I can get on board now. The first, like the first five <laughs> now minutes. You can talk. But I went back and found it. I'll try and find the link for you, man. Um, and I Elven went back and found Doom. it and rewatched it. It is genuinely so fucking good. And as a kid, it I kind of I like it's scary as fuck. It's good <laughs> you bring up Scooby Doo because you know what doesn't get appreciation: the Scooby Doo Zombie Island movie. What the, the animated one? The animated one. Oh yeah, yeah, with a with a. Is that the one with the... John Cena. The werewolves. No. Yeah, there's werewolves stuff There's in werewolves it, and, there's and vampires in it. And it's and such... Look, it's so good. It's so good. And it's, it's kind of like, for a kid, it can be scary for... I mean, yeah. Scooby-Doo in the original uh, iteration was kind of scary for kids. Back in the day. There's well, an episode of Scooby-Doo that really scared me as well. Like, it was like a... of 60s, 70s horror where it was yeah. slow creeps and then... And zoom-ins on monsters. Yeah. When I was really young, I watched a Scooby-Doo... And it was like a guy who was a fawn, so he dressed up as a fawn. Yeah, fawn. like uh, goat legs, horns, and stuff. Right, and it really cool. scared the shit out of me. And then my both my brothers watched. They were both younger. Watched Scooby Doo after me because Scooby Doo is like been around since only fools and horses. They're still playing yeah. that now. And uh, like we, we like my little the youngest brother got so obsessed that he used to watch it all the time every day. And I never saw this episode again. And I was convinced that. I wasn't the only person who found it scary and they just like axed it because it was so, so creepy. <laughs> My favorite episodes when I was a kid of Scooby-Doo was the Minor 49er and the Robot Roller Coaster one. The Robot oh, Roller Coaster one was good. The Robot Roller Coaster, Minor 49er and then the Ice Cream Ghosts. Yeah. And the Ice Cream Ghosts were so good. Ice they, Cream Ghosts were so they good. They made me want ice cream so bad. Right! Every time! <laughs> but the best thing about my favorite thing when they brought out the live action Scooby Doo movies is the second one, Monster Mayhem. Because they have all the monsters in it. They had Minor Forty Nine. They had. The, I don't think they had the robot roller coaster. No, I'm they sure had they the had the tar, ice cream ghost. The tar the guy. Tar thing. Yeah, I was just. I went and seen that in the cinema, not expecting anything after the first crap. Um, and I. I mean, it's still terrible, the second movie, but I was so fucking happy that they at least were like, There's, yeah, yeah we're going to go A little bit of fan service. You got some hot Velma. Yeah, yeah it was good. I think that was the uh, the first the, time I got some proper fan service. The, the fun meandering movie podcast uh, thing we have is we've recorded a commentary for the first movie. We've just not done anything with it yet. It's going to go on our Patreon eventually. Yeah, when we get to that. We need to get more listeners first. Share this with your friends, guys. Yeah. Ooh. And to, hear, to hear a commentary of the first Scooby Doo film. <laughs> if you want to hear me, if you want to hear me drunk and almost die just, laughing at a fart, it's oh oh boy, is it worth your time? You can time. also just go back to episode five, or uh, where you're drunk, or the episode <laughs> where you talk about Andre the Giant farting for seventy five seconds. I don't know what episode that's in, but you laughed for maybe it's 75 seconds as my well. My favourite story. Such a good story. Are you okay? I am now, boss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Right. Um, should we should we nix this and do a part two? We'll do we'll do a modern take on history, on, on horror history next week. Sure. Ryan, will you be back for that? Yeah, I'm just going to watch horror films and then Get- just be a fucking shell of anxiety. When I can yeah, I, mean, I can give you, give you a couple of the best ones. I can give you an ex- don't listen to his recommendations. I can give you an extensive recommendation uh, list. We're doing the modern day horror films though. So what are you going to recommend? Things like The Witch, The Babadook. Maybe it's The follows. Babadook, not the one where they just have to accept it. That sounds like really, that sounds really shit. The Babadook's good. No, it's that thing in your house. You said apparently it's good. No, I said it is good. 
You said apparently it's No, good. I said the Babadook's good. No mm. no monster called the Babadook is it's, scary. It's, it's all right. It's a great movie does because... He have a top hat. He does. The it's, imagery's good, but it's... It's a great movie because it's one of the best uh, horror movies to approach mental health. Because that's what horror, that's what you want in a horror film. You want to come away and go... I'm sorry, I want something... Mm. I don't want fucking mm. paranormal... Terrorism. The door closed. <gasps> oh my God! Shite. Utter shite. And we'll get into that next you week's episode. Find- no, 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 no. <laughs> Very quickly. Thank you for listening. You want to do the fucking... Oh, the Babadook. It's a kid who screams. There you go. That's the whole fucking movie, Don't Gavin. Don't spoil it for him. He's not watched it it's yet. It's a kid I screaming. I was not planning Don't to watch, watch the Babadook. My main problem with horror films is like... You get to the end and they've gone through the fucking torture dungeon or they've, they've killed a demon and sent it back to hell or they've, you know, they, they've not fallen asleep long enough that Freddy Krueger goes away and they're like, oh, okay, we're safe now. I'm like, you're going to have fucking PTSD for the rest of your life. <laughs> like, you're never going to sleep again. You're going to have some serious mental health issues. Like, you're not safe. The thing's just gone away. And also, you know those things are there. Yeah. Ignorance ki- is fucking bliss. It's kind of like when uh, John Luke Picard got assimilated by the Borg. Oh, uh, fuck uh, off. Where's my shoe? Throwing it. <laughs> Guys, that's it. We're going to be back next week with another horror episode we're going to do the modern day horror yeah, films the movies the you've probably seen and heard of yeah and I think you know what the thing is what what we should do write our lists of I think the best modern horror movies I'll do that um, and can I, do like I can give you my list right now <laughs> <laughs> and we'll, we'll just go through them and can I also do my list for like the, the everything before the noughties when the horror movies were good we didn't right. mention the thing that was really good I mean, we, we have talked about the reason I wanted to kind of skim through most of like yeah. 40 years quickly is because we've talked about that so fucking and I'll much. continue to talk about it so fucking <laughs> much because those movies are good and Paramount Activity is not right guys let's uh, let's wrap thank you for listening we'll be back next week if you want to hear part two uh, you can catch us on all the usual social needs yeah you, you want to do it uh, yeah Ryan do you, you want to do it yeah Ryan yeah it's uh, the Meander Movie Podcast on Twitter and nope, Instagram nope. you've already failed and uh, <laughs> it's uh, Gavin Gary's hot sauce on Tumblr oh we should get that's Tumblr and it's, uh, that's what we need um, music is life on <laughs> MySpace <laughs> oh I need to start that as well He's, his social media is better than ours yeah get some get us some more listeners Ryan and they're on LinkedIn <laughs> for anyone any lawyers who want some podcasts I'm done. going uh, Philip play some spooky ghost noises to put us out this week uh, I mean, here's, here's a couple. I, mean, I, I, I was just gonna like, whoa! So, give me some chains, clang clang. He's gonna do the Marley song again. He's okay, just, so here's whoa. what he, here's what he's gonna do. He's gonna do none of that. He's got any, you should just now play simple, simple plans Scooby Doo songs. <laughs> so uh, yeah, go over to Twitter at Meandering Pod. Instagram and Facebook just search the Manny Movie Podcast Ooh. Gmail is Podcast at gmail.com if you're on iTunes all this is in the description Mental how no one's going to be on iTunes soon yeah it's oh yeah it's true I mean if you're on the, the Apple Podcast are you getting your most your uh, your your views from iTunes because I might just pack this in now if that's, that's <laughs> well, the, no no, no one, oh come on I said views oh uh, fuck's okay. sake oh, see you. let's go uh, I'm out I'm yeah. out peace B- bye it's meandering movies. It's meandering movies. It's meandering movies. So won't you lend an ear? Clank, clank. Ooh.